Then you will truly be success. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good. Gotta work together. And we know all things work together for the good. Gotta work together. The good to those who love God. Those who are called Meditate on his day According to his purpose Purpose It's his purpose Not mine And we know all things work together for the good The good And we know all things work together for the good The good To those who love God to those who are called According to his purpose It's his purpose, not mine It is day 36 of our 90-day challenge And the question I want to pose for you today In relation to purpose is this Who is in the room where it happens? Jeremiah 36, 1 through 20. In the fourth year of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Take a scroll and write on it all the words I have spoken to you concerning Israel, Judah, and all the other nations from the time I began speaking to you in the reign of Josiah till now. Perhaps when the people of Judah hear about every disaster I plan to inflict on them, they will each turn from their wicked ways. Then I will forgive their wickedness and their sin. So Jeremiah called Baruch son of Neriah. And while Jeremiah dictated all the words the Lord had spoken to him, Baruch wrote them on the scroll. Then Jeremiah told Baruch, I am restricted. I am not allowed to go to the Lord's temple. So you go to the house of the Lord on a day of fasting and read to the people from the scroll the words of the Lord that you wrote as I dictated. Read them to all the people of Judah who come in from their towns. Perhaps they will bring their petition before the Lord and will each turn from their wicked ways for the anger and wrath pronounced against this people by the Lord are great. Baruch son of Neriah did everything Jeremiah the prophet told him to do. At the Lord's temple, he read the words of the Lord from the scroll. In the ninth month of the fifth year of Jehoiakim son of Josiah king of Judah, a time of fasting before the Lord was proclaimed for all the people in Jerusalem and those who had come from the towns of Judah. From the room of Jemariah, son of Shaphan, the secretary, which was in the upper courtyard at the entrance of the new gate of the temple, Baruch read to all the people at the Lord's temple the words of Jeremiah from the scroll. When Micaiah, son of Jemariah, the son of Shaphan, heard all the words of the Lord from the scroll, he went down to the secretary's room in the royal palace where all the officials were sitting. Elishama, the secretary, Deliah, son of Shemaiah, Elnathan, son of Akbor, Jamaria, son of Shaphan, Zedekiah, son of Hananiah, and all the other officials. After Micaiah told them everything he had heard, Baruch read to the people from the scroll. All the officials sent Jehudi, son of Nethaniah, the son of Shalamiah, the son of Cushi, to say to Baruch, Bring the scroll from which you have read to the people and come. So Baruch, son of Neriah, went to them with the scroll in his hand. They said to him, Sit down, please, and read it to us. So Baruch read it to them. 
When they heard all these words, they looked at each other in fear and said to Baruch, we must report all these words to the king. Then they asked Baruch, tell us, how did you come to write all this? Did Jeremiah dictate it? Yes, Baruch replied. He dictated all these words to me and I wrote them in ink on the scroll. Then the officials said to Baruch, you and Jeremiah go and hide. Don't let anyone know where you are. After they put the scroll in the room of Elishima, the secretary, they went to the king in the courtyard and reported everything to him. And that ends our reading for today. Again, our topic for discussion is who is in the room where it happens. Day 36, and we're still looking at purpose. Purpose has partners. We're still looking at passion. Passion is the fuel for purpose. We're still looking at assignments. Assignments are temporary rest stops, and we're still looking at calling. It is the echo before your mama named you. It's what God called you, and your destiny is about your destination. But before you can get to destiny, you've got to be critically honest and thoughtful and appreciative of the partners that show up to help you along the way. And I wonder if you know this, Jeremiah had a team. Every leader, every business owner, every manager, every person who's clear about their calling should be also clear about who will help them to make that happen. And there's this guy that doesn't get much attention in the book of Jeremiah, but he is an important character. His name is Baruch. The Bible says in Jeremiah, the 36th chapter and the fourth verse, so Jeremiah called Baruch, son of Neriah, and while Jeremiah dictated all the words the Lord had spoken to him, Baruch wrote them on the scroll. Baruch has one key and critical assignment, and his job is to write down whatever Jeremiah orates. He is a ghostwriter. He is a stenographer. He is the person you trust to take the minutes at the meeting. And every visionary, every creative, every entrepreneur needs a Baruch. That person may have a minor role in your organization, but they have major impact. So today, celebrate your Baruch. Train those to be thoughtful and appreciative of every person on your tier of leadership. Because when we take care of Baruch, then Baruch can take care of Jeremiah. Today, how can you appreciate the people around that help you make sense out of the thoughts in your head? I just want to pause for the cause to shout out administrators. If you have the gift of administration, I want you to give yourself a round of applause. If you have ever served as a secretary, give yourself a round of applause. If you have ever benefited from an administrative assistant, Give that person a shout out today. I want to shout out every administrative genius, every spreadsheet master, every person that makes the process easier because they are anointed for systems, for structure and for organization. I want you to tag someone today who has been one of God's answered prayers on two legs because they have had the ability and the anointing to create forms, to export spreadsheets, to organize systems from the back end that make what you do publicly possible. I want to shout out those who don't get much play or attention in public spaces, but without them, it would not be possible. Shout out an administrator.
an admin anointed for purpose. I have a sensitivity to this group of people because I know what it's like to not get the attention on the front end, even though you did most of the work on the back end. By profession, I am a ghostwriter. And as a ghostwriter, I write the words for the author who either because of circumstances that disallowed them the concentrated time to write or the educational prowess they need from my team to make palatable, to make clear their thoughts on written documentation. My job is to help the communicator chronicle his or her thoughts. It is one of the greatest joys of my life, not just to write, but more exactly to translate, because I think that the greatest gift of a ghostwriter is not their editing capabilities, but their interpretation gift. I have the gift of interpretation, and my team specializes in translating your own thoughts in tangible words so that when people read them, they say, this sounds just like the author. And I think that's why I want to preach more about people like Baruch. Notice that many people talk about Jeremiah. They talk about the famous scripture, for I know the plans that I have for you. These plans are plans that are good. These plans are not plans of evil, but they are plans of hope. These plans are to give you an expected end. They are blessings, not curses. But I want you to know that Jeremiah wasn't simply prophesying these words about plans without a team. Someone was in the room where it happened. Look again at Jeremiah 36. The Bible says that the Lord tells Jeremiah to take a scroll and write on it all the words that he would give. Verse four says, Jeremiah called Baruch. I want to read it again. Jeremiah 36 and one says that the word came to Jeremiah and God told Jeremiah, take a scroll and write on it all the words I've spoken to you concerning Israel. Verse four says, Jeremiah called Baruch. I'll say it one more time for the people in the back or maybe the latecomers who just heard about this. The Bible says in Jeremiah 36 verse one that the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. God told Jeremiah, take a scroll and write on it all the words I've spoken to you. Verse four says Jeremiah called Baruch. If you were reading this outside of a scriptural space, outside of a biblical context, outside of a church community, you would say Jeremiah. Why didn't you do what God told you to do? Because God told Jeremiah to take a scroll and write the words that God gave him. So if we are simply just looking at this from the lens of competency, the lens of obedience, the lens of instruction, did Jeremiah do what God said do? Technically, no. Technically, yes, because Jeremiah knew something about purpose that most of us forget. Purpose requires partners. So Jeremiah was able to embrace the limitations of his calling and he did not see those limitations as liabilities. He saw those as license for others to do what they have been purposed for. What if? 
The limitation God has given you is not a limitation at all, not a liability at all. It is actually a license to connect with someone in the room who can make it happen better than you. The Bible says Jeremiah called Baruch. It did not say Jeremiah went to get a master's in English lit. It did not say Jeremiah enrolled in a crash course on syntax or subject verb agreement. It did not say that Jeremiah took the SAT, the GRE, the one, two, three. It did not say that he participated in a spelling bee. Jeremiah understood what most of us forget about calling, that when God connects you to people, their participation in your calling speeds up the purpose process that when God connects you to people, their participation in your calling speeds up the purpose process. When I get the revelation that purpose is about partnership and that God can get done with more on the team, way more than he can get done with me all on my own, then I embrace what others call limitations and I see them as license to get the job done sooner, faster, better. Baruch was anointed to write. Not only was he anointed to write, but Jeremiah was restricted from writing. I want you to now rethink every area of restriction. Maybe you've never been good with money. Don't spend 20 years learning financial literacy Connect with someone who's anointed in the area of accounting to make the purpose process faster. Your limitations and your restrictions give people like Baruch and people like Sean and people like every secretary, administrative assistant, ghostwriter, stenographer, host, you name it, permission to breathe purpose. And I believe that several people can't breathe because Jeremiah's are trying to do it all themselves. I want you to see the depth of this scripture for what it is. We don't talk much about Baruch because Baruch is in the back. He is not known. He doesn't need his name to be announced. He's not even written in the acknowledgement section in the Bible, but Baruch's presence and power is undeniable. Baruch then takes what God told Jeremiah and transfuses that into the hearts of the people. Look again at all the people Baruch was commanded to go and speak to. Because Jeremiah did not see restriction as restrictive, he was able to give Baruch permission to take his words places where Jeremiah's feet could not go. Verse 12 says, because Jeremiah was not a micromanager, Baruch was able to bring the word of the Lord through the mouth of Jeremiah to the secretary in the royal palace, to Deleah, son of Shemaiah, to Jamaria, son of Shaphan, and several other officials. That tells me that when God connects you to people, places, and things for the sake of purpose, it is because he wants runners and readers. No different than Habakkuk when the word of the Lord came to him and he was told, write the vision, make it plain so that those who read it can run. I want you to know every purpose has vision and every vision has runners and readers. What you need in this room are people who can run where you can't 
and read what you cannot. I think we forget that in this time, Baruch being able to read was an advantage because literacy was not universally understood. Most people could not read. Most people could not write. But God is raising up runners and readers, those with education and energy, to go for you where you are not permitted to go. So I want to ask you again, who is in your room where it happens? What if God's answering your prayer for purpose and a person who has clarity where you are confused, who has competency where you are overwhelmed, whose job it is to make it easy? Because the core definition of an anointing is to do what is easy for you but seems complex for others because the grace of God makes it possible when you are flowing in the anointing. Your purpose project today is to list and thank every person who has been in the room where it happened, making possible the impossible. Whether that person was a camera woman, a photographer, a videographer, an editor, an assistant, a scheduler, a valet parker, a grocery deliverer, someone who made your job easy, tell them thank you. And I ask of you to get free from the demonic of micromanaging so that God can make purpose bigger beyond you. Let's get to work. When we use our lives to bless others, it makes the world a better place. So I reached out to some of my friends that I know have blessed the world to encourage you to find a way to bless somebody else. Sing, Miles. I know, I know, I know God has been
Papa. Every time you bless, you can trust me. You can trust me to bless somebody else. To bless somebody else. Pass the smoking off of my man. Lots and lots, and every time you bless, the beautiful Erica Campbell. My new friend is Kiki White. 